Hi, I'm Laura Flanders of The Laura Flanders Show. Watch every week on Free Speech TV, Link TV, YouTube, or if you're in New York, CUNY TV. Prefer to listen? Subscribe to the free podcast at lauraflanders.org. I end every week with a commentary. I call it the F word. Here's this week's. So which is it going to be? Will this pandemic disaster spark a shift for the better? Or will the deadly myths white Americans tell ourselves survive COVID-19? Memorial Day messaging bodes ill. I want to believe that after the coronavirus crisis, U.S. society will emerge sobered, smarter, and more aware of the ways that inequality not only weakens our body politic, but claims real bodies, too. I want to believe that after 100,000 casualties, we'll understand that individualism, just like war and whiteism and maleism and American exceptionalism, offers only leaky protection against disease. Instead, I'm seeing a whole lot of illusions survive, like the illusion of American innocence and safety. Today, just weeks after African-Americans Ahmaud Arbery and Breonna Taylor were brutally killed, one lynched by a mob while jogging in Georgia, the other shot by cops in her home after a long day at work as a Kentucky EMT. After all that, David Brooks writes blithely about COVID-19, quote, This is the first time that a menace has crossed our borders, upended the daily lives of every American, and rocked our ancient sense of safety. To make it worse, Brooks's piece is titled The First Invasion of America, as if colonial genocide never occurred. Are the U.S. deaths from coronavirus our generation's Pearl Harbor? They're not. As novelist Viet Thanh Nguyen tweeted, that was a sneak attack. Quote, COVID-19 deaths in the USA are mostly self-inflicted by our government's incompetence, close quote. And to put another point on it, all Americans are not in the same boat. More Americans have died from coronavirus than died in the Vietnam War, the Gulf War, the Afghanistan War, and the Iraq War combined. That's true. And tallying up deaths that way packs a punch for sure. But the majority of dead in all of those wars weren't Americans. They were Vietnamese, Afghan, and Iraqi. People who never voted for or rallied for a war and never made a penny off it. To use a term from intersectionality scholar Kimberly Crenshaw, these sort of war metaphors unmatter non-Americans, just as our reporting on COVID is unmattering black and brown lives now. American Memorial Day is most intentionally not Armistice Day, the day in November on which most of the world marks the end of a war that was supposed to end all wars. Instead of memorializing peace, Memorial Day messes with our minds, manipulating sympathy for veterans to misremember America's wars and its warmongering. And that is exactly what I've always disliked about Memorial Day. It's also what leads me to think that this virus may do more damage to our bodies than our political status quo. If only we could have a Memorial Day to lies. That I would celebrate. You can see my interview with two Americans in Los Angeles who are not experiencing the brilliant blue sky silver lining of this coronavirus pandemic at lauraflanders.org. And there's much more to find out there. So join our mailing list.